0: Hey everyone, this is my third try at an intro, so let's hope I get this right. This is the Online Things and Internet Stuff podcast show where we talk about online things and internet stuff. Today we're going to be talking about email marketing and its importance within your small business and just your life in general. Um, One of the big important things with emails is that you own it. Something like with your Facebook traffic, with Twitter traffic, any social media traffic, you don't own that. You're not guaranteed that. Your email list, you own. You can ping that email list as often as you want. Um, And if you've done the right work of building the relationships, you can probably use that to grow your business and expand, um, as long as you don't abuse it. But that's what we're going to be talking about today, and specifically Squarespace's new email marketing platform. So hope you enjoy. I don't have intro music for us. Okay, are you... Recording. Yes, I am recording. Okay. Um, let's just pretend. Let's just pretend there's intro music.
1: No, give me some intro music. Uh,
0: okay. Let me find some. Give me a minute. One. One. One or one, one shot. Now the future yours. Sure. Go. Yeah. I was building on the lecture. Under that song is called One by Barrows and We're coming at you from the mean
1: streets of Birmingham, Alabama. You
0: yeah, you yeah. um, Which we are in Birmingham. We are. We're visiting a friend and we're doing a wedding this weekend. And so we've taken the podcast on the road. We're doing a road show.
1: And today we're going to talk about...
0: Email marketing.
1: Everyone's favorite form of communication. Email.
0: Don't you love, rent? Don't you love waking up in the morning and seeing like 500 emails in your inbox? and I Just saying, that. Hey. I'm going to get to read every one of these.
1: I would be curious. I have done a lot of research into like morning routines and the best way to, you know, start your day and increase your productivity, set your mindset, all of these things. Um, and it's interesting how many people do start their day by like immediately opening their email yeah, and I'm or like all their notifications, I guess. But email is the one that like you know there's stuff in that inbox that's yeah. given while you've been asleep. Um, especially if you work in different time zones like we do. Like I know Yeah. That Probably someone in some other time zone is trying to get in communicate touch, with you sure. while I'm sleeping. Yeah. Um, and it's actually pretty bad for you to do that. <laughs> what, why?
0: What, like, I, I am one of those people. I do that literally every single morning.
1: I think it makes so much sense, though. The mentality or the mindset is that if you start your day by opening your email, you're immediately letting someone else set the tone for your day. So whatever uh. is urgent to them, whatever they need you to do, whatever's top of mind for them is now the first thing that you're looking at and that's the first thing that's on your mind that day instead of stopping to be like, today I'm going to set my intention or I'm going to think about what big goal I need to accomplish or like what's most important to move my business forward, not necessarily to like help this client or respond to this vendor or, you know, whatever it is. Mm. So, you know, I but I still do it sometimes. I try not to, but...
0: I literally do it every morning. But here's my thing. Like, there are some emails I get that aren't clients. So a lot of client emails I just won't read. But there are, like, there, there's my Ben Thompson Stratechery email that I get every morning. And I love reading it. And you it's You should give that like, a shout-out because news. you love it so much. I do. We're not sponsored by him. No. Yet. <laughs> Yet.
1: But, but do like, they say it? anything Tell about,
0: like, is. like reading emails that you enjoy rather than, like, client emails?
1: No, I mean, I feel like that could fall under the same lines of like, you know, like reading a devotion in the morning or a inspirational something. So I mean, I don't know if tech inspires you. I don't know. I think it's a person by person choice. I think people need to find what works for them. But I think we also need to be honest with ourselves and realize that like, it's easy to be like, I'm not one of those people. I can check my email in the morning and be totally fine. And it's like, well... Yeah. maybe you can or maybe you're just being stubborn because you don't want to change your habits because it's hard to do that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, yeah, that's, that's definitely my reason. I just don't want to change my habit. It's been my habit. I don't want to change it. It's not my top of of all the habits I want to change in my life. It's not the top of my list.
1: Right. I feel like you should give Stratechery a shout out because we you talk
0: about it so much. Mm. And it's a good resource for other tech nerds. And I listen, yeah, I listen to who his podcast and I read his emails all the time, so shout out.
1: No, like, tell people what it is.
0: Oh, you like. oh, you want me to actually shout it out?
1: Yeah, just okay. like, what is it?
0: Uh, it's a tech newsletter. I pay $10 a month. It's actually an interesting business model for anyone that wants to get into, like, content creation over the internet uh, and how your business can scale. Uh, he sends out a newsletter four times a week, uh, and that is paid. So I pay $10 a month, and I get one email newsletter in my inbox four times a week. And every single one is written by him. They're actually pretty lengthy. They're not just sort of like, here's a couple little quick links around the internet. Like, he's put thought and effort into these emails. Um, The Monday one is free for anyone. So anyone can just go sign up for that. The Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday ones are paid. Um, And they're just insight, deep, deep, thoughtful, intellectual insight into the tech business world and how it just... Merges and intersects with our culture, politics itself um, business. business, yeah everything uh, i th- I find it fascinating to
1: so give me an example of a like what is a topic he
0: topic? <sighs> okay, let's see what did he do about this last one He talked about so this last one, you know it's a bit dry um probably to most people, but if you're in the tech business world, it's interesting uh, like apple uh apple's q two earnings, I guess that were this last year um and just deep diving analysis into that Google I think just had their earnings as well um and Apple's profits were down iPhone sales were down like 19% profits were down uh but their stock price went up again after the earnings call because even though they were down they were better than what the analysts expected and so Apple magic Apple magic worth over a trillion dollars now wow yeah
1: And that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, which is email, um, particularly email on Squarespace. And Squarespace recently, recently in the last year, like maybe the last six months or so, um, but fairly recently, released Mm -hmm. email campaigns. So their own version of basically MailChimp. Mm -hmm. MailChimp's definitely the like industry
0: giant here, right? For sure. When
1: it comes to automated emails.
0: Yeah. I would say for like the small business consumer, I think it is. Yeah. Um, Which is what we are. Yeah. There's... Yes. There's a couple other companies. There's HubSpot. HubSpot's another good one. Uh, ConvertKit. Um, They they just changed names. Oh, but they went back to ConvertKit. Either way. Um, Yeah, there are a couple good companies in this space, but yeah, Squarespace just uh, joined it and... I was on their beta group to try it out like a year ago. And it was okay, but it didn't have many of the features that you really need um, to make it super successful. And so I didn't really give it a shot. And then recently I looked back at the sales page of it and saw all the features that they did have. And it seems pretty usable now for small businesses. So I thought we'd talk about that today. But I think it's better for us to start like from a higher level where email sort of fits I would like to start with a song. Let's start with a song.
1: Here's the mail it never fails it, it makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes i wanna well. No!
0: That's a little throwback for Gosh, everybody. I miss
1: Steve. Um yeah, and i think that <laughs> do you old Steve. Steve or new Steve because Yeah, new
0: Steve's a little weird. I miss old Steve. Old Steve for sure.
1: I think we i don't know, we could get in trouble. I think he might have had some Mm-mm. No. Don't say it. Okay. Don't say Yeah, it we're going to leave that alone.
0: Um, we're not, we're, not, gonna we're go not going there today. Go there. But
1: I think email is actually, on a grander level, a really interesting topic. Because yeah. in a way, it's antiquated. Like, email is such an old form yeah. of communication. It was like... Probably, I, I don't know. I don't know this for sure because I don't really fact check anything I say ever. But it was probably like one of the first forms of digital communication between yes.
0: people. I think it was one of the first forms of communication. Yeah, ever. between men. Between, between men. The primal.
1: Between. Right. Yes. Uh, email used to be done over uh, stone tablets, and you would <laughs> s- scribe uh, Steve yes. at Rock Cave.
0: Rock Cave. Rock, <laughs> rock Cave.
1: Dot I don't understand. Nest. Anyway. Well. Um, so it is a really, it's actually a really old form of communication. And I feel like people keep trying to sort of replace it. Like, you know, all these um, project management, like Slack and Basecamp, they mm-hmm. all want you to use their messaging system. But like, that seems to be the one piece of it that no one ever really will use. Yeah. Like, they'll still refer to, like, go back to their email. You could, te- like, why don't we text our coworkers, hey, let's, something about this meet like obviously there's a good reason to use email you can like put attachments in but with file share like there's just so many other options now and yet email remains and the also stable just, of
0: business communication yeah like and business, there's to like business, business this communication stigma about email too that it's like it's appropriate to send a work request over email but in a lot of ways it's not appropriate to send a work request over text yeah don't do that You know, it, it, there's just this, these things you do and don't do around it. It's interesting.
1: Right. And it's interesting to me too. It's always interesting to figure out. We have a very few, I always tell my clients, no, I don't always, some of my clients I will tell, Hey, if like we have a big deadline coming up and we're trying to get something pushed and you need me urgently text me, um, or call me, but you know, just shoot me a text because I, I'm not constantly checking my email. I am constantly checking my text messages. Like 90% of them would never text me. They'll be like, okay, sure. And then they're still going to email me. Exactly. And it's that 10% that really interests me, that 10% of people that take me up on it. And I mean, I mean it when I say it. So I think it's great that they do, but it's always interesting. The personality of the business owner that's like willing to be like, yeah, I'll just shoot you a text on a Saturday and be like, Hey, how's that? Yeah. You know, whatever coming and it's just an interesting person. Well, that would be annoying on a Saturday. Yeah, but that's what I mean. If I give if I give you yeah. my cell phone number and say text me, I mean text yeah. me. I don't do it often, right? Yeah, right?
0: that's Asian true. Privacy.
1: But I do think email is like the other interesting thing to me about email. So yes, it's been a long around a long time. Like it is the foundation of business communication. Yeah. No one has really found any way to make it better, or to like replace it. Mm -hmm. So we are still using it. And people have some strong opinions about email. Yes. People have real strong opinions about their email and about email marketing, especially, which is really what we're kind of talking about when we're talking about Squarespace's email functionality. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to me. People, like your inbox has become a really precious space, I think, for a lot of people.
0: Um, Yeah. as, As we were discussing this podcast, I think this might be a good sort of topic to jump into. As we were discussing this podcast, um, we were talking about our, we had a meeting, a strategy session with a meeting with a client, I'm sorry, like two days ago. And we both had very different opinions on what their email marketing strategy should be. Not very different, but you were saying, I would be fine getting multiple emails of yours in my inbox a week. And I said, more than one would be too much for me
1: well and it it totally depends on the product right like she's a i don't know how much I, we should say about her on a podcast but her products are super cute and yeah. things that i would be interested in buying lots and lots of if i had the
0: money um well th- that's so, my question for you how do you as a small business owner where do you make that where do you make that line that judgment call of this is how many emails i'm going to be sending a week right to clients well,
1: I want to back up and address the fact that I'm going to go back to people have real strong opinions about email, but everyone we Sorry talk to. Sorry guys, is...
0: Hippie is having a coughing attack. Oh yeah, that's our old man dog.
1: Ooh, he's fine. He does this all the time. He's 14.
0: He is. And he's better. Age,
1: old age comes for all of us. It does. Yeah. Um, even email. One day email
0: your age it can be out. Up to you. Um, I don't know though. That's another topic. I don't want to. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Let's stay on track.
1: Strong opinions. So my point is, everyone has strong opinions, But like literally all of our clients, when we bring up email marketing, they all have a very strong opinion about if they should or shouldn't be doing it and how frequently they should and how frequently is too much and how much is not enough. And it's all different. Like there is no consistent, Yeah. like some people are like, Oh no, I, I, I hate email marketing. I would never do it. And then the next person's like, Oh, I think more than once a month is terrible. Like who would do that? And then the next person's like, every day is fine. Like, Yeah, it's the best way to communicate with them because you can get right in front of them and people want to see, you know, people just have very strong, like they're all convinced that they're right about how their audience wants to receive Because they're gauging it
0: based on what they want and they're not gauging on what their audience might want. Right. So I think
1: it's important first of all to go into this acknowledging that like while there are digital marketing email best practices out there, Digital marketing and email marketing is something that's in the grand scheme of things relatively new and user behaviors and user expectations are changing literally every day. I Mm -hmm. mean, what used to be acceptable for a business to send out an email form now would be annoying to a lot of your client base. So first thing to know is that it's constantly changing. second thing to know is that depending on your user base, different people and different groups of people are probably at different places in the spectrum of like I hate versus I love email marketing and yeah. receiving email marketing and you know there, there's really no you can't look at email marketing and go okay for any
0: business this is the rule mm-hmm. this is the rule of thumb okay well Ren how does email marketing sort of fit into the bigger strategy of your business
1: well I think that's the perfect way to ask that question because the first thing is that it is one
0: part of your overall marketing strategy
1: Mm. so email which
0: is uh, what what i mean tee up marketing i I don't think i think everyone has different we all know what it is but i don't think we uh, have the same definition of marketing
1: marketing yes
0: um well yes well (laughs) technically marketing is the uh uh,
1: it's marketing is increasing your visibility honestly it's it's increasing your visibility with people who may never have heard of you who have heard of you but never bought from you who have bought from you and might buy again mm. um and for people who buy frequently from you and might tell other people about you so just staying in front of those people and making them more aware of who you are and what you're doing and what you sell and what your value is, just increasing your visibility generally. It is Which, not sales. Yes. Right? Thank you. Thank Marketing you. Marketing is not sales. So sales is when you say, hey, person, buy this from me.
0: But you say that after they have shown interest in what you want to do. Right. You don't, you don't throw a sale at someone who does not care about what you're te- talking to them. That's annoying.
1: It's annoying. Um, and so what we're talking about, this is a whole nother conversation, like the marketing to sales funnel and where do you switch over from marketing to sales? And it's a very, I think it's something that people are like, well, yeah, obviously marketing isn't sales, but it's, it's so important and it's such an important concept to grasp, but that's why email marketing is such an interesting tool. Um, because like we said, people have really strong opinions about email marketing and, whether, like, whether they want their business to be using email marketing or not. But at the end of the day, you mentioned this in your intro, email marketing, it's the only thing that you own, that your business actually owns. If you're advertising on Facebook or you're collecting an audience on Instagram, um, those are good things and they're valuable. But at any moment, and they do this often, Instagram, Facebook, uh, what's another platform? Pinterest, LinkedIn. Yeah. Any of those social media platforms could change their algorithm and your ability to connect with your audience and Stay be visible, visible. Mm. can really plummet. And that's that's probably something else we should talk about. I know a lot of people, especially if you are really into Instagram, you felt, I mean, recently they changed their algorithm, algorithm. and it really affected your ability to be visible and in front of your client. I mean,
0: this doesn't happen often and usually like bad actors don't really, I wouldn't imagine they're... I don't know. What I'm trying to say is, fa- I don't know what I was just trying to say there. Facebook just kicked a bunch of people off their platform, too. They have that control. And whether you, you know, you think it's right or whether it's wrong. Oh, like If you're a bad person, speech. we hope
1: you're not listening to our podcast, yeah. well, like first we, of all.
0: That's what I hope. Um, but Facebook does have that control. Like, it doesn't They are a business. You don't have a right to Facebook. You don't have a right to Facebook. you don't have a
1: right, to, have a right to Instagram. And you don't, you don't have a right to the audience you've you grown don't there, have even a, though it feels like you do. You
0: don't have a right to show up in Google searches. I mean, but. all of these things.
1: But you do have a right to your email list. You do. Yeah. It's yours. So that's why even if you hate.
0: I guess technically you don't have a right to be hosted and distributed. But at the end of the day, you can move that list somewhere else. Right. And and those emails,
1: those emails that you've collected are still yours. So even if like worst case scenario, you had to type each one into your thing and email them one by one. You would still have the ability to. You do could that. still do that. Seems crazy, but anyway, mm-hmm. your email list is yours, and it's the best way to get like people. When you're browsing Facebook, people may or may not see your post, depending on the algorithm. They may or may not stop and like actually look at your post, depending on how fast they're scrolling. Yeah, email is one way to make sure, even if they just delete you, um, or I guess if you go to spam, which is unfortunate. But you know, if you're showing up in their inbox, they're at least gonna see your your name. Like, showing yep. up in their inbox. You are getting in front of them. Yeah. Um, so because you own it and because you are getting in front of them, it's still one of the most effective and relevant ways to market. What, like? And I know a lot of people say email marketing, it's on its way out because it's so, cause so many people are so frustrated it's with it. It's been on its way out for because like 20 so years. so many people abuse yeah, it. Not, and I will say yeah. a lot of people abuse email marketing. They do. But if you do it the right way, it's a great way to raise your visibility, stay in front of your customers, communicate with them, offer value. Um, Yeah, so it can be a good tool. Use it, don't abuse it.
0: Hmm. PSA, written little, use it, don't abuse it.
1: But also, I mean, you know, I don't want to go too much into, like, who should be using email marketing and who shouldn't be using email marketing. I think a few high-level factors to consider, other than what we just talked about, it is a really effective way to, you know, actually get into your people's lives, like wiggle your way into their little, their little inboxes. Their sphere. Uh Uh-huh. One thing to consider is, do you enjoy email? Like what you would be emailing to them? So a lot of times if you're using a lot of email as email marketing, it's, you're not just sending them like, hey, look at this new thing I'm selling. Hey, you're creating some kind of content to share with them.
0: Yeah. So do
1: you, do you enjoy doing that? Is that a part of your, if you're a small business owner, you're doing it yourself. Yeah. You know? Don't do email marketing if you'll it. Here's, it, here's, it come across. Here's another thing I'll say.
0: Some of you might be thinking, Man, that seems like a lot of work. I mean, I'm already creating these products. Like I have the content for the products, like here's what the product is, this is the description. It seems like a lot of work to find something tangential and put it like do some research on it and put it in front of them, write up like however many words, five hundred words, put it in an email, send it out. That seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work and that's part of marketing. You got to realize marketing is, work. You, marketing is work and your business, if you've been successful at all, it's probably been growing from word of mouth in your friends and family and that network. But or at least it was originally. Or at least it was originally. It's not really going to grow outside of that unless you put in marketing work mm-hmm. and this is part of that work. This is the next phase of your business. So congrats if you're at this next phase of your business.
1: And then figure out, are you gonna do that work? Is someone inside your team gonna do that work? Are you but gonna it, hire someone externally? But to it do is that work? work
0: and it has to be done. And if you just push products, you're like not. you're you're going straight to sale. You're skipping visibility and you're skipping marketing. You're skipping marketing and it's
1: It's not nice. And the dating analogy, which people so often like to use with business, yeah. you're just hitting them up for some hanky panky. You're not taking them out to dinner. You're not sending them
0: sweet text messages. No hanky panky until without you s- flowers without flowers first. Flowers uh-huh. first. Flowers first. Um, you will occasionally find the dirty little oil f- girl. <laughs>
1: I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It
0: happens, but you you don't. But is that the kind of relationship, that kind you, of relationship you, want you want for <laughs> yourself?
1: You're better than that. How deep can
0: we make this analogy? Come on. Okay, yeah, that's
1: just I'm wrong. going back to who should be using email marketing, and I, I really, I the more I think about it, the more I think. Everyone should be using it in some way. And the Mm -hmm. question is more, how do you use it? Um, And I think how you use it in terms of, I mean, everyone doesn't need to be sending emails every day. No. And everyone doesn't need to have a lot of, like, automation and a lot of different funnels and lists, which we'll talk about later. Keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) That was aggressive. Oh, I thought it was like a K-I-S-S.
0: It is. Kiss. Kiss. But I just said stupid. I feel like more aggressively than... I don't
1: know. Anyway, so how you use it de- definitely depends on so sorry your marketing strategy, but also your type of business. Like, what size are you at? Who is your audience? What are their habits and users around mm. their user expectations around email? um And what are you selling? Like, are yeah. you selling something that people will buy online that are sort of like an impulse buy that they might be browsing through their email and be like, ooh, BOGO shoes? Yes, please. Or are you selling a $500,000 remodel on a house that no one's going to be like, ooh, it's a Tuesday. Look, I got an email about, yeah, I'll do that. Hooray. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that de- de- determines you know, what your business is, what you're selling, who your audience is, how they interact with their email, what their purchasing habits are, how people are supposed to buy your product. All of these things are factors to consider when you're thinking about how you use email. I think yes. anyone can, even if it's just sending out, honestly, like an annual recap letter of if that's yeah. all you do i think collecting emails and even just if, if at mere bare minimum it's that annual here's what our business has been doing email list mm-hmm. i think it's a good idea um, absolutely and and part of it's because take growing an email list takes a lot of work and hard time so even if you're like i don't know why i'm doing this now if there's something easy you can do to like low-hanging fruit collect some emails do it add that button you know just yeah. add it to your website Not
0: get on like when
1: people check out ask them for their email mm-hmm. even if you don't use it for a while if in two years you realize wow the world is changing and technology is evolving because it will be and my business needs to change and evolve with it because it will need to we'll at least have like
0: some emails to start you emails with emails to yeah, start it's with it's hard starting from nothing you can start from nothing we started Absolutely. from nothing um then we added all our family then we added all our family and
1: then we had something to
0: mean, something and past customers. Yeah. Current that's customers. That's where you start. Yeah. But yeah. Like
1: um, that. So that's my thought on who and how should mm. we use it. But I feel like that my email, like my, the email phrase that my email mantra is use it. Don't abuse it.
0: Don't, mm, don't good. abuse your email list. Don't, don't do that. They're nice people. These are human beings. They guys. don't deserve it. These are human beings. Yeah. With human being feelings. Hmm. So let's sort of jump into Squarespace. Uh, I sort of think the best way to do this section is just I'll go over what I saw on Squarespace, their functionality, what they can do, and you just jump in uh, with any questions as the layman. (laughs) You be the layman.
1: I'll be the layman. First of all, it was pretty inevitable that Squarespace would come out with an email function, right? Well, yeah. I mean,
0: let's... uh, Yeah. Ah, I guess. I think recently um, I've noticed since I've started using Squarespace which was four or five years ago um, that their business they've really hit a stride and their websites their own website their own marketing website has sort of taken shape. I feel like their business has taken shape and they know what they want to do. They have a very clear vision of where they're trying to go. Um, and I see this as one of the core, um, I guess, features within what they're trying to build. They're trying to build this all-encompassing, from what I can gather, this all-encompassing platform where you can start, manage, and run your entire business online using this, using Squarespace. You can do, I I don't think they have these, all the functions I'm going to mention yet, but... You can build your website, you can host your website, you can do email marketing, you can also do like CRM, you can do the membership stuff, um, anything. You can host podcasts, you can, they haven't gotten into video, hosting video yet, but you can embed video. I think they want to be able to go to a small business owner, which is a, a reason why we like Squarespace, because it's the sell we give to people. Uh, they want to be able for a small business owner to come to them and do everything they can do in one place they don't have to bounce and integrate they don't have to do their website on wordpress and then host it with bluehost and and do email marketing with mailchimp and use zapier to integrate everything and use calendly to do their calendar functions
1: Farm to do their forms yeah, yeah
0: i i don't think they small business owners don't like doing that it's been sort of a necessary part of small business world up until now, uh, just because no it one still is software is right difficult to build. Software is real difficult to build and it's hard to do it well. Um, and I think Squarespace's approach of doing one thing, sticking with it until they do it really well, then moving on to the next thing is the right approach. It's
1: very apple
0: Very, it is very apple Um, and I think they've they've done a good job with building Squares, building websites, hosting websites, buying domains. They added domains. That wasn't a function until about two years ago or three years ago or something. That's been something new they've added. Um, and now emails, now email marketing. So they just launched this a couple months ago. Uh, like I said, they gave me and a bunch of other people who are the quote-unquote authorized trainers Within Squarespace, sort of early access to this, and looked around, and it was nice. We sent a couple emails using it, but it didn't really have all the functionality we needed then. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I was looking at it earlier, and now it's got it all. Yeah. So. And we actually, up
1: until I mean, last week, we were when we were talking to our clients who are well, any of our clients, but especially those who are online course creators and. And, you know, dripping content or sending follow-up emails about their course, like mass through email. Uh Um, Just all the functionality that you need to be able to do that efficiently and correctly and seamlessly, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would tell them, some of them asked about Squarespace because we would build their websites on Squarespace. Um, But we were still recommending MailChimp because Squarespace just wasn't there until like
0: pretty recently. And honestly, we are still recommending Mailchimp. MailChimp. Yeah. I like I I do like Mailchimp. I think you know, they definitely have one of the best most robust platforms. Um, but Squarespace is coming up.
1: So, what's come tell me tell me
0: what's new. Mm. Oh gosh, thanks for asking. Yeah. Um so let's their thing most people are curious about is their pricing. So we'll just start there. They have four different buckets. Their starter package starts at $5 per month. I hate it when companies do this. Squarespace included. I hate it when every company does this. They say $5 per month and then it's small letters under it, billed annually. No, it's not $5 per month. It's, woof. Woof. <laughs> it's $60 a year. That, I feel like that's just absolute it's lying. Just, it's just right. lying and because think... you're not paying per month.
1: A lot of the reason that's frustrating, especially for a small business owner, is because cash flow is like cash a huge thing. Cash flow the most important
0: thing. And I mean. Then you go to checkout and it's like, oh, well, okay, you can't, you're going to have to pay double the amount because you're paying monthly. Right. But well, that's not what you so sold now it's me. $10 a month. Yeah. Right. So you, I yeah, that.
1: Exactly. I agree with you. I think it's false advertising and I think it's manipulative. Yeah. It's, I don't like it.
0: I, it makes me really upset.
1: Just be upfront with people. I know. Like we've all been using the internet. We Long get enough it. now that, yeah like
0: these, these little these like snake oil salesman techniques they don't like we're we're sick of them
1: yeah i'm not we're amused. over it i'm not amused we're over it and i'm
0: angry we need to check our website make sure we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think we are <laughs> okay so five dollars a month billed um, annually so sixty dollars so sixty dollars per, per year or seven dollars per month billed monthly that gets you unlimited subscribers. So you can have, you know, MailChimp has their free version, I think, is up to five. And I haven't checked. I should double check this. Fact check. Uh, I should fact check this. But I think their free version goes up to 500 subscribers. That was what it was last time I checked. Yeah. Um, and then you start paying like $10 per month or something after that. Um, but Squarespace, $5 a month, unlimited subscribers. Ugh, $7 a month. Let me help you out. $7 a month. Unlimited subscribers. Now this is where it gets a bit confusing. Their, their other two factors for pricing are blast campaigns per month and emails per month. Emails sent per month. So, so you get unlimited campaign, subscribers. So, a, so as many
1: people can subscribe to your list as you can have as right, many
0: people on your list as you can. Right. Want. You can have 10,000 people on your list. Okay. Um, but. You can only send out three blast campaigns
1: a month. And a blast campaign is like a newsletter. A
0: newsletter. Let's say say. a newsletter or a sales promotion. Just like a – I would imagine – I don't know how they define it, but I would imagine sending an email to any one of these groups of people Mm because they get bucketed into a list. So what you do is you you put your form on Squarespace, your newsletter form, whatever.
1: Your sign up here. Sign up here. To get all the latest tips on, like exactly, and then that
0: email goes into a list, and you can have up to 20 lists. Um, Have up to 20 lists in Squarespace, yeah.
1: What about on Mailchimp?
0: You can have well, we'll get into those differences a little bit later. Almost unlimited. My point with Mailchimp, though, 20 lists, unlimited subscribers, um, and so they go into that list. And then you can send an email blast to that list, a blast campaign. But you can only send three per month. And also, the other limiting factor is you can only send 500 emails per month.
1: Mm. So and even if I have 10,000 people on my list... You
0: can't, you can't send... On this package, the starter package, you can't send an email to all them. Now you can pay...
1: Wait, can I send three can, email blasts, like three newsletters, to 500 people each? Or five hundred people total. No, for Five hundred people
0: total. So oh, so yeah. Each so really, campaign. you're limited to what would that be? 166, 166 Ooh. emails if you want to send three blasts. That seems terrible. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sort of annoying. Uh, it does seem terrible. I'll also say that's our email list. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's no bigger than that. I mean, right. Our
1: email list consists of our immediate and extended family, and yes, there are about that many of them. About
0: yeah, it's pretty large. And our clients. 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 Yeah, I mean, so I will say, like, for a lot of small businesses, that is sort of fine because you're not coming into it the, with these huge email lists. Um, what's annoying is it's three per month, and I guarantee you that was a specific number because they're mostly four weeks per month. So if you want to do a weekly newsletter, you can't do this. You have to bump up to the next You're going to have to bump up to the next one.
1: I do wonder, though, like, for people that have that few people on their email list, is email marketing really worth the time worth and effort. your effort not um, the money even but just the uh,
0: it depends on what you're trying to do
1: yeah i guess if you're trying to grow it it's like a good place to start and then anyway okay so it's, yeah. it's a starter it's a very yeah
0: you start there you start there um then the next package is core which is 14 dollars per month actually in actually in reality 14 dollars per month uh, or
1: 120 which, billed annually.
0: <laughs> yes, okay. or 120 ten dollars per month billed annually, which would be 120. Um, and you get five blasts per month and five thousand emails per month. So this is a good time. I'll also add they also do autoresponders, so you can have like an set up an automated email uh, when someone signs up for your newsletter. They can get an automatic email right afterwards. That's like, hey, thanks for signing up for my newsletter. That will count towards your emails. Your, if you're in the starter package, 500 emails per month. That email will start count towards that, but that automation won't count Doesn't towards count a, blast. a blast. Yeah. So you can have as many automations as you want. Okay. And you can. It can also drip content. Okay. From what I've read, I haven't.
1: And that counts towards your it. people, like
0: numbers of and emails you can send, but not your blasts. Number of emails you can send. Yeah. So okay. I'm not gonna talk about unlimited subscribers anymore because that's all of these all of them have unlimited subscribers um
1: which is so sneaky yeah
0: so the core and i'll you just can quickly... have as many people as you want on your list but you can only email 500 uh, of them yeah pick your 500 super sneaky um it's a good marketing tactic though i guess i don't know if why they sneaky. limit that if you're sneaky um so i'll quickly move through the rest of these 14 dollars per month for the next level up above starter which is core Five email blast campaigns, five thousand emails per month. Then you got the Pro, which is about. Then you have the Pro, which is about three hundred dollars per month or per year, or thirty-four dollars billed annually. Twenty blast campaigns, five thousand email, fifty thousand emails per month, and the Max. So it's which thirty-four
1: is... um, dollars a month for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the Max, which is sixty-eight dollars a month. Or, you know, five hundred bucks or six hundred bucks or something, a year, and you get unlimited blast campaigns and two hundred and fifty thousand emails per month.
1: Even that, though. I mean, we know some people. Like, there are definitely people who would out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they send that. I would imagine after that, they're gonna get into like these
1: enterprise, much
0: yeah le- higher like enterprise level. So things. So let's and, talk
1: first of all. How do we feel about this
0: pricing model well it is honestly it's right in line with what i would expect something from squarespace it's more expensive than the competitors but i don't they're not trying to compete on price um they're trying to compete on the integrations the the ease of setup the convenience all of that the design yeah i mean we haven't even talked about that It, it comes with a bunch of email templates. Um, I'm
1: just, I just, the pricing model of like, you can have as many subscribers, but you can only send X amount of individual emails, like emails in inboxes mm-hmm. limiting that. Like I don't think Squarespace limits that. Like it, it limits the number of people you can have on your list, but then you just pay for that and you can send as many emails. Oh, as you, you mean want MailChimp. You mean MailChimp. Yeah. You sorry. don't think no. MailChimp limits that.
0: Yeah, you can so, send as
1: many emails as you want to your list of however many. You're just paying for however many people you have on your on your, list. on your list, yeah. Right. And I sort of hate that Squarespace limit. Because that really, like, like I was saying earlier, your email marketing campaign should depend on your business. And it should depend on your overall marketing campaign. It should mm-hmm. depend on what your goals are. It should depend on what your, like, sales funnel is like. I mean, mm-hmm. it should depend on, in large part, what you're selling. Are you selling digital content? Are you selling, yeah. like, products like tangible products are you selling services like, what are you selling um and so to me it feels like squarespace is making a lot of that those decisions for you by saying you can only send x blasts like yeah in each payment plan and i get like the, la- the last one's unlimited blasts right yeah so like but that means as a small business you're paying 70 bucks a month To be able to have control over your email strategy.
0: Well, yeah. um, But look at a comparative. I think if you look at the comparative for, if you have that many emails to send out, um, I don't know. Let me look at MailChimp's pricing because I don't want to just talk, diss them on conjecture um so yeah, and
1: i know i mean and partially i'm not it's not even the pre- it's like the it's, way it's the that premise. they're pricing okay it. i understand it's the, the premise. premise of how they're pricing yeah. it it's like if you want me.
0: complete control you worked. have to pay 70 dollars a month yeah and mailchimp gives you right. total control from the free plan
1: right you get to like you know we're going to host this list mm-hmm. for you and we're going to give you the functionality to do what you need with it so you're going to pay us for how big yeah. that list is but you get to communicate with your list as much as you want, and y'all growing an email list is hard. It's hard work. Like mm-hmm. it's not easy to amass a large email list. You have to have something really valuable that you're offering for for free, usually to people. Um, yeah. And you have to do it consistently and through a lot of you know. There, there's all this work that goes into it, and and it feels like Squarespace is saying like, good job on growing your list, but we're going to tell you how you can
0: communicate with those people, it. how frequently, okay, I, which ones you're communicating I totally with. get that. Yeah.
1: And I don't, and I, I, I mean, I do like Squarespace. Like, in general, they're, yeah.
0: I, I'm and a I'm a big looking fan, at MailChimp's but, right now. On the free plan, you can send, you can have 2,000 subscribers and you can send up to 12,000 emails a month. And then any plan, once you start paying, it's unlimited emails per month. Yeah. And you're paying just for subscribers. So I, I, I get that argument.
1: Um, also, like, on my end, as a digital strategy, like, my job is to work with small businesses to help them figure out. What should your digital marketing strategy be, including email? How does that mm-hmm. play into it? That just gives me a lot more di- – like if I want them to use Squarespace, then I have to be like, okay, well, like let me think through how many people might you have, how many people on each list, like how many emails yeah, might you Yeah, how send? do we tier it how up? I, oh, but, yeah. but I forgot about drip campaigns, so like I have to put that into your final number. That is way too much math
0: yeah, for that, me to be thinking through that's very complicated with my to clients. recommend.
1: So I'm not going to recommend. Squ- I'm going to be like, well, let's just do – because i don't want to figure out the
0: the math behind it yeah i mean i get that that's that's difficult to recommend to anyone right now if you have to do all that math and work and i feel bad i I would i would imagine that it tears up for you and it'll you don't have to you can Mm -hmm. probably pay for the base level and then upgrade as the need arises and also the next level. Yeah, up. I'm sure
1: you can. But when I'm pitching to a small business owner, part of it is budget. Like, how much is this going to cost me? Mm-hmm. And you know, like, there's not that much difference between seven dollars a month and fourteen dollars a month. No. But there's a pretty big. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. There's, I guess there's like not theoretically, big... well, by the time thing. you need it's, that it's big of same an email Apple list, argument.
0: I mean, it's like Apple making us pay the extra two dollars a month for. More than five gigabytes of iCloud storage, I mean, which everybody an needs. Asshole yeah. move. I mean, yeah. everyone needs more than five gigabytes. Just in, it's two dollars. Just include it in, or I don't know. It's I, right. I totally get that. It's it's sort of a jerk move to offer this base level that really might not work for almost anyone. Um, and the your limiting factor is predicated on like what business model you have
1: right and i just think their pricing is confusing to understand like if i am someone who is just getting into email marketing and i don't i'm not familiar with yeah. it and i'm a small business owner like looking at that pricing model i would probably have a lot like i assumed it was 500 emails per email
0: blast yeah like
1: that is not true no so that to me feels just They're, a little
0: sneaky it's very confusing
1: very confusing difficult like if your goal is to make it a one-stop shop like increase efficiency for small businesses and be the go-to small business tool then remember your audience like remember yeah where they're at when they're going they to you something
0: more anyway simple to understand. let's move on to well I will me say why tell me why we should you're, you're definitely not the only person you search online and everyone's like wait what emails per month blast campaigns how does that you're
1: just like making up your own jargon yeah, for an they're...
0: industry that's set very existing like we said at the beginning it's pretty antiquated anyways so that's that's well email that's the email marketing so their pricing do it now structure thing, so. i don't feel like they really got their pricing structure right on that so they get I'm, a... I'm not surprised it's more expensive yeah i was um, expecting
1: it to be more expensive i'm fine with it being more expensive
0: yeah premium product mm-hmm. more expensive is the way the world works um but yeah it's a bit confusing um so, here so are the features give, you get. I'm giving that part of frowny face. Here are the features you get. Huh?
1: I'm giving that part of frowny face. I'm frowny giving face. their price and model Thumbs of Thumbs down. Face. Not because of the price itself, but because of the model.
0: Well, let's talk about features. How, and how does. I want to get your frowny face, straight face, happy face Okay. opinion. Uh, you get autoresponders. I believe this is on any plan. You can set up autoresponders uh, for email lists. Um, so. Like I said, welcome newsletter. I think you can do drip campaigns too. Um, you get really nice templates, and again, this is where Squarespace is. Okay, excels. so
1: autoresponders, straight face for me because, like everyone, if you're paying for email, you should you have. Should and get the
0: th- that's true. I mean, that that was our big reason for not using it earlier uh, when we beta tested it. They didn't have autoresponders yet, and it's like, okay, well, no, I can't use this if you can't welcome a new subscriber for me.
1: Right, or um, if someone downloads a freebie. Or if, yeah. Like, like sending send them, them that freebie or exactly. You know, a lot of things. A lot of reasons mm-hmm. why you use email wouldn't would necessitate an autoresponder. Um why you use email for marketing, I should say.
0: So straight face for autoresponders. Straight face. Really nice templates. They have over thirty now. When we started they only had like six. Yeah. But now they have over 30. Uh, they're nice. They that, look nice.
1: That's the little hands by my face, like happy smile, you know? The little, yeah, the like, little, hands. the little,
0: yeah, tiny, tiny hands. Tiny
1: hands. Trump hands. hands. <laughs> little, little tiny Trump hands. And like a smiley face, like, yeah. I love. I mean, that's why I love Squarespace. They have great design. MailChimp has pretty shit design. They, yeah. I know, like, if you are really good at MailChimp, you can make your emails look really good in it. But it, you either have to be really good
0: at well, you have to, like, or put
1: a lot.: of Get into the
0: code into it. of it. And also yeah. their yeah. templates suck. Their templates suck.: Their templates are terrible. They look like they were made in the early 2000s, and they, they do not they look nice. Be. It takes a lot of extra work in coding to really do it. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of their templates. These look really nice. And you can the the design is much more limited than like the Squarespace design tab. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't get into the code with these, so there's no mm-hmm. way to drop so at all.
1: Okay, at Interesting.
0: all. Um, yeah. So what you see is what you get. So w- what you see is what you get. I mean, yes, um, it is drag and drop, and it's a it's you know your same your same standard Squarespace interface. That's beautiful, nice, fun to work with. But Um, in the Squarespace
1: website, you can get into the code and change things. Yes. So not not so with email.
0: So with email. Do you think that'll come? I don't know. That's harder with email. here's, Here's the thing with email. You're dealing with a much more restricted environment in which people are using it. So if you're looking at someone's website they are on one of three major browsers. They're on Safari, they're on Chrome, they're on Firefox, I'm gonna add another Internet Explorer, although Internet Explorer is terrible. Um, you really know you're working on all the, all, one of those four. All four of those, they have their own, for lack of a better term, like code base that websites need to interact with. So when you're coding a website, you have to tell specific elements on your website, okay, if read if someone's using safari to look at my website send them this piece of code and render this image to look like that it's different depending on that with email clients and that's how you can make websites look consistent across the entire internet right it's great it's something you have to be able to do but it's a bit annoying with email clients you're using gmail you're using mail app and then you're using a whole host of other ones people have downloaded Mm -hmm. it yeah, yeah, I mean, Bell South. Yeah, Bill South, Yahoo. I mean, just all sorts of different ones. Canal. They aren't nearly as advanced as Safari, Chrome, Firefox. Those, so you're much more Contest, limited. Also, perhaps. these emails get like downloaded, and so like the fonts that you use have to be compatible with the fonts that the person has loaded onto their local computer, not through the internet. Um, right. So there's a lot of other variables that you have to work with. So my bigger point is, diving into the code, it's nice to be able to do. I don't it's think probably dangerous on email. It's really dangerous on email because you could put in some piece of code that's going to look really bad on ninety percent of your
1: and you wouldn't necessarily know. and you
0: wouldn't even know yeah. because it looks nice on yours. So diving into the code can be a bit dicey. Just and dangerous. leave the code
1: alone, people. Leave it alone, guys.
0: Seriously, enough. Enough, enough. with the code. Okay. I'm okay. sick of it.
1: What else? Okay, so what do you, what so, do
0: you, give? you give? Oh, you have happy face. Yeah, that's my that's happy, right. handy face. You're happy about to say so. So
1: so tell me more. Uh, oh, yes. Next.
0: Integrated directly into your website. So this is something that's frustrating and hard to do with uh, MailChimp mm-hmm. is you have to connect it and you, you have to make sure, one, your MailChimp is set up. On Mailchimp correctly, and this for the life of me, I don't know how this isn't. I can't find anyone to show me how. What's the best appropriate way? I finally did actually. Paul Jarvis, he has a great online course about Mailchimp. But what's the appropriate way you need to set up your Mailchimp account? It's called Chimp Essentials. Chimp Essentials. It's a great online course. Um, but you don't have to deal with any of that integration hassle when uh, when you're using Squarespace emails. It just it's right there. They make it very simple, very easy. It's intuitive. One thing about MailChimp that isn't intuitive is like everything. Yeah, the different lists. And like when someone unsubscribes from one list, they're still on like another list. So, but when you set up auto responses, it, it can be a mess um, if you don't set it up properly. And Squarespace, I really think, eliminates a lot of those issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel happy about that. Another cool thing I'm is I feel happy that, about
1: it in general. I feel like are we could, it's a lot. <laughs> A lot of what
0: our job is is helping people integrate their systems. Sometimes, which is, so. which is fine. I mean, I would love to be. I mean, at the end of the day, technology is always evolving. Right. It's constantly growing. The, the ways of communicating with people will always be changing. I don't. I don't think technology is going to get easier until we've sort of hit some limit. And I don't think until we're anywhere the close and with that.
1: Until then. And they tell us what to do. Yes. Right. That yes, um, should be
0: wonderful. Okay, I didn't go ahead. have to think about things. Integrated <laughs> analytics to track it's the danger um, of the human. <laughs> <laughs> yes, human I know <laughs> we're just inherently lazy beings. Mm-hmm. Um, integrated analytics, like so, I think this is interesting. Like it's all connected, so you don't have to go through. You don't have to look at Mailchimp for like what are my open rates, and then right, pop over look at your website to, to see how somewhere else do on the landing page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's yeah, nice. This is actually really nice. It gives you a lot more accurate. Um, like, have you looked at the analytics of the e- uh, Squarespace emails? Like,
1: would you, do you feel like it's something that if uh, a layman such as myself looked at, would you, would I be able to understand it? Cause that's another thing about a lot of analytics pages is even if our
0: clients know how to access them, they need us can to-, they to understand it. it. And that's a good That's a good question. I haven't really delved into it. Um, okay, well we can... it, is, it is much more understandable. Um, but like anything, when you make things simpler, you're usually stripping out a lot of fluff. So I think it'll bother if you're just like an email marketer out there. I think it might bother you because there's probably a lot missing that you're not going to be able to see. Mm-hmm. But for the small business owner who's trying to get emails up and going and, you know, has been hearing about the importance of email marketing and communicating with your audience and talking with your customers, um, this is, I think, a fantastic solution because it's very simple and easy and you can understand it. Um, but Drawing yeah, the, it's, I'll look at one of mine right now. So it gives you the, um, how many were delivered, how many were opened, how many clicked, and then the links of you know if you I put a bunch of links in the emails, the test emails I sent, and shows you what they clicked on. we don't sell online products, so I'm really curious to see how this works for like an e commerce website
1: yeah, right,
0: like because that's where you're really going to see a that's lot. where you
1: really need a ton of data yeah. it's when you're actually selling online. yeah um. Well, okay. Tell me more. What else? That, that's um, good. That's a happy face. That's just like a normal happy face. Yeah.
0: The, the other nice thing, um, this is the last feature that is pretty nice. Like if you write a blog, you can just pull the blog straight into the email. And it can just be like a summary. But because it's all integrated, it has everything there. It'll pull the pictures. It'll pull mm. the picture in. That is a lot of really nice stuff there. So again, so that's that integration nice and simplicity is...
1: For our content creators, once yeah. again, who are who we're encouraging to blog. I'll say most of them still, like, they don't, but we put their blogs up on Squarespace for them, even though it's so easy. Yeah. They could learn to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but okay, that's good. I like that too. I think that's a plus. Here, question. Mm-hmm. Overall UI of Squarespace emails versus MailChimp, because I find MailChimp's user interface from everything like yeah from figuring out like like you were saying like what to do with like how do emails go and they answer like all of that to like what I do more of which is like designing the actual emails that go out and creating yeah the templates and the designs um it's terrible like I just, it it takes me so long and I, I I will say I am not good at Mailchimp it's not something that you do more of it than I do but occasionally I'll get in there and design and a newsletter or an email to send out for our clients. And I hate it. It's yeah. terrible.
0: Squarespace emails are just as intuitive as Squarespace, Squarespace websites. Google. I mean That's it's what I would really suspect. it's right. It's really nice. MailChimp has take it's been a long learning curve for me to try and figure it out. Um, and now that I have, like it's I get it and it's nice and it has all these capabilities. Um, But there's this, I remember my dad telling me he went to the store back in, like the software store back in 1995. What's a software store? People used to sell software in like boxes, like little CD-ROMs, and you'd put the CD in your computer. I know. This is crazy. Um, It's before my time. Before your time. I'm just a young thing. Um, He would go to the software store, and he was going to buy Windows 95 for his new computer. It had just come out. Windows 95 was the new big thing. And what came before was a program called DOS. And so you basically, like, hard... You coded in commands that you wanted your computer to do. And my dad remembers talking with the guy, the sales rep, um, or it must not have been a sales rep, um, but talking with someone, and they said, Windows never 95, it won't work. People want to get into the code of their computer. They just want it. They like it. It gives them the control and flexibility. Um, And my dad was just remember saying you know it like you were just so out of is? touch what
1: is that called myopia like assuming yeah. that everyone sees the world the same way that you do yeah that's what that is i see, think there's so many tech people out there microsoft people especially. microsoft that,
0: well apple t- i mean apple that's apple t- whatever topic for another conversation but, but tech yeah there's
1: people assume that everyone else wants the tech and they forget that so much of the world is like me and i would just Rather imagine that everything functions flawlessly and seamlessly without there having to be yeah. any kind of, like, back or code. Or like and,
0: like, so I, we build a lot of Squarespace websites, and I do get into the code a lot and make things custom, and we just but really do that. it's our, our it. job. But it's our job. And for any, like, if you're just a s- small business owner, you won't ever even know where to jump in and put in code. Like, it won't be intuitive and make sense. And nor should it. I mean, you shouldn't be cumbered by the interface of how do you put in code. Um, and you're talking about on websites now. We've moved from email. Yes. Now we're back to personal. Um But let's move back to email. The same thing, I feel like that's sort of MailChimp's interface. It's very encumbered by needing... You really need to understand databasing mm-hmm. and how records are kept and what things go where and how to update records and merge fields and merge tags. And Squarespace... It doesn't have those features, which are some of them are important features. Like mm-hmm. you need them, um, but it makes it so much more confusing with Mailchimp. It makes it really hard to to understand Mailchimp and do it. And at the end of the day, email marketing works if you do it well, right? Um, and if you don't, you're confused by Mailchimp. You're probably going to do it poorly, and it's just going to be a waste of time mm-hmm. and money too. And so. That's, at the end of the day, my, my call for MailChimp, my rah-rah. Like, if you're already doing email marketing and you're doing it well in MailChimp, continue to use it. it is a, I think it's a good platform for people who already understand it and who use it for what they need to, and it, it's very robust, so it can handle almost any of your needs. MailCh- Squarespace doesn't have that, but it's a lot easier to understand, and it's a lot easier to do well. It's a lot easier to do email marketing well in Squarespace than it is Mailchimp,
1: especially if you're if you're not
0: an email marketer. Especially if you're not an email marketer. Got it. So there we are.
1: There we go.
0: Mm, my little well, round. well let, yeah, go ahead. So
1: ultimately, what are we going to start? How are we going to decide which of our clients we recommend Mailchimp and which of them? We well,
0: recommend let me let me give you some other. Well, that actually is a good transition into like. My next little subcategory here, which is the features that it doesn't have. These are the features I've thought about, um, but I'm sure this isn't an exhaustive list. But right. these are really good things to think about. It doesn't integrate with other systems, which is really important. No, not r- not right now, not right now. So, like for example,
1: tell me what that means, please.
0: I uh, we have Calendly right mm-hmm. now. Someone signs up for Calendly. We've integrated Calendly with Mailchimp. They'll get an auto response email um, and put into an email. Thank you for scheduling time. this. Yeah. It doesn't email. So unless someone signs up on your Squarespace site using a Squarespace block, it doesn't integrate. Hmm. Which is a. That, Does
1: Squarespace have a scheduler like a Calendly they, function?
0: Um, they have. They bought Acuity. That's right. Um, but they haven't integrated it yet. Ah, Squarespace. So there's no way to do it.
1: Leaving us hanging. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. so it's coming. Um, not right now. Detailed profile data. So, so we have a client who has, uh, who has like a big personality profile, and he gets like hundreds of emails every week, um, and we store that data of, from
1: people taking the for people
0: taking the personality profile, profile test, um, and it's like. Ranked on four different categories, and you, you get a like monkey, a little score. A turtle, a camel,
1: a it's really fun. It is really fun. I'm a lion at work and a turtle at home, and Will's a turtle. A turtle probably. Uh,
0: I'm a, a little monkey in me. Oh yeah, but mostly turtle. oh He's I'm, a, I'm a turtle through and through for sure, though. Get a um, few scobros in him. A oh, Scotch on the rocks. Hey, yeah, a monkey up. Um, but anyways, that. I use those, number, those numbers that you get after you take your personality profile, whatever scores you get on those animals. It goes into MailChimp, and now we have that data. So, so I'm now am have a list using, of people who are, we know these are lions, these are yes. camels, these are yeah. So I'm effectively using MailChimp as like a CRM, like a database to hold all that. Mm-hmm. Squarespace yeah. is not a database. It's, right now, it is not built as a database. I would imagine they're going to expand the functionality to be one, mm-hmm. Um, and, like I was saying, I think all these things should interact together, and I think that 's where Squarespace is going to be headed in the future is like integrating all these things mm-hmm. um, but right now it 's not so it can only hold your first name, last name, and email address, mm-hmm. which again deal breaker for a lot of people most of our clients probably most of our clients mm-hmm. uh you can only have twenty lists um Oh, and
1: here's... Right. So let's talk about what
0: is a list, because I think that's confusing to a lot of people. I'll try
1: to explain it, and then you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, yeah. So a list is a way that you can, like, tag different people, basically, and put them into certain categories. So the same person can be on multiple Give me lists. a story. Give me a story so of how story this So the story is, work. if you um, have, I'm just going to go with online boutique, and you have, like, some some way people get on your email list and you know that they're interested in, like, women's clothing and children's clothing. Mm-hmm. You can tag them in a list for, like, women's apparel and you can put them in a list for, like, children's apparel. But you might also have a list for, like, men's apparel. This person's not interested in men's apparel mm-hmm. because they have no men in their lives. They're lesbians with children. So that's why sure. they're only interested in women and children. Well, I think um, lesbians have men in their lives. Well, yeah, but maybe not that they're shopping for. Maybe I mean, not. I don't know they're not anyway whatever they're not buying clothes for men they don't want to get your emails about sales sure men's clothes or new arrivals or whatever not Um, in my inbox no 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 it's it's precious space don't don't clutter it with you said yeah um
0: you need to be able to segment
1: right you need to be able to segment and be able to put customers into lists based on what they're interested in and that allows you to do a lot more targeted marketing because basically, if I know that someone is interested in children's apparel, I can send them an email that says like, "Hey person who's interested in children's apparel, like we have a whole new line of children's apparel coming out. Aren't you interested in that?" Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, I actually am," because I told them, and you know, yeah, hopefully that thought process isn't going on in the customer's mind, but you know, yeah, right? Listen
0: you actually no, that's it that you nailed it. That's perfect like it's a way to segment your audience effectively right um and but yeah so it's a way to segment your audience and so with so if you 20 have different lists, audiences
1: different cons- customer groups that you're mm-hmm. selling to you can segment them by customer group and then even further by what they're interested in buying what they have bought in the past
0: yeah um and and there really isn't i don't know if there's a way to that based on like what they purchased or something either i mean it depends
1: on what you sell like i could see like if you like um if you sell tiered products like an intro workshop and then like an advanced workshop yeah you could put anyone who's taken your intro workshop into, into the advanced
0: email there we into go the advanced yeah. email
1: list funnel so now you're not going to get any more emails about this thing that you've already done
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to get emails yeah. about the next thing that i want you to do so it's also really useful if you do have like a product pipeline yeah. That you're that makes sense for people to move through.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because they stop getting emails about things that are no longer relevant to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think you nailed it. The the I guess crux of it is segmentation. Right. Like it's a it's a different list is a way for you to differentiate your audience groups and segment your audience based into the, their interests. Um and Squarespace only gives you twenty.
1: Uh, I don't like that. And either. And
0: worse. Squarespace only allows you, it doesn't allow you to add someone one time to multiple lists. So when someone purchases your product, you can't add them to like a past customers list because they've purchased a product and women's clothing list. You can just do pick one of those lists just
1: forever or like just on their initial just
0: on their initial one so then
1: you can go back and manually yeah. move them yeah. to different lists is that what you're saying
0: yeah you can but who's going to do that nobody. no one has time for that or the, ain't you know, nobody got time for that ain't nobody got time for that or like the energy or i mean that just the, men, the mental the mental space yeah
1: yeah that's that's kind and of a is deal breaker i mean that's really putting people in a box
0: yeah and you know we hate oh, it don't put, don't don't Mm -mm. get those boxes out of here
1: take them out we'll take the people Uh out take them out of the box and Uh then get those boxes out of here we don't put people (laughs) in boxes
0: Uh uh-uh not in this place no
1: not here um and i but but seriously that does really limit how you can look at your there
0: oh gosh so i was reading about this and squarespace's answer to this was like if you want people in multiple email lists just add multiple email blocks email newsletter blocks like one on top of the other what i'm saying who the hell that's is terrible go, advice yeah, who at squarespace recommended like, that Florida i want to talk to them
1: newsletter blocks no
0: one... you're clearly no like a
1: coder you have that. no experience with <laughs> yeah. how people interact with websites and oh no, that makes no sense. oh yeah sense. sure let me sign up for six emails
0: yeah what at a time. who would do that that's so dumb i'd be annoyed that they even asked i know or recommended yeah. Well,
1: I mean, if I was a, if I was a, oh, person, a, on a person on someone's yeah. website so, no. and their website had like six email blocks, like sign up for this, this, and this. So you can't like, cause you can't, I have gone to websites mostly, again, mostly, closely. it's not that I shop all the time, just, mm-hmm. you know, um, where it's like, check what you're interested in, you know?
0: No, nope. You can't do that.
1: Huh? No, nope, Cause well, remember you is... only have three
0: data fields in each list. First name, last name, email, first name, last name, email. That's it. First name, so, last name, email. So, that's so you, you can't, can't like. connect that first name, last name, and email with any other interest besides the name of the email list.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. I don't so, like that. No, I don't either. And that that could be definitely a deal breaker. But your question, who is this? So who is this good for? If you are, this is what I was thinking, if you're someone that just, I need to get in the habit of sending out a newsletter. Mm-hmm. And that's most small. Honestly, most small businesses aren't, being like aren't like e-commerce online boutiques mm-hmm. most are a uh, law firm a uh, design build company a coach chiropractor. a chiropractor i mean a life coach a yeah, life coach important. if you're a life um, coach or a i mean
1: author or presenter
0: all of these groups of people i mean they don't need that detailed segmentation mm-hmm. um, it would be great to be able to say oh this person's interested in you know Managerial parental life coach like if you're a life yeah, coach yeah. like parental life coaching and like professional life coaching or something um, coaching.
1: but honestly you're not gonna have more that's where you get segments. coached as if you're being coached by your parents <laughs>
0: yeah. you're not going anywhere I'm until you so, clean off your desk so mister. disappointed in you i'm, I'm not, not mad. angry just mm. disappointed okay <laughs> so i mean those types of businesses i think could benefit from this because it's easy to use. You don't need that detailed segmentation. You really just need one mailing list, maybe a couple other smaller ones. If you're going to be doing like an online course or something, if you're going to be creating an online course, you maybe want like an interested in the online course mailing list um, yeah. to segment out that way. But really you you don't need that deep segmentation. You don't necessarily need to be putting people on multiple email lists. Right.
1: I feel like if you are at the point where you don't think you're going to be really selling a lot over email or delivering a lot of products, products via email. So, like, mm-hmm. again, that would be digital products like online courses or stuff like that. Um, and like you said, you do feel like you need to get in the habit of communicating, just staying in front of people a little more often, updating mm-hmm. them on your business, just, like, mm-hmm. getting in their inbox every now and then. And you want to learn to do it yourself or have some young tech-savvy person in your company hey. learn to do it then maybe this is a good option. If you are really trying to grow a, a, con- a digital content business, though, yeah, maybe you start here, but like, I don't think for any of our clients that we're working with, I feel like the limitations would outweigh how excited I would be about the ease of design yeah. and ease of integration and stuff like yeah. that. Because at the end of the day, we wouldn't be able to give our clients, it, like we'd get, give them maybe prettier, like it'd be better in some ways, but what they actually need, it wouldn't be available. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that's what I'm, that's my feeling. That's how I feel. Mm. I feel as if um, I would probably still mostly have to stick with MailChimp. And that makes me sad because, again, I don't, I think Squarespace, I, I, I think MailChimp is a fun little company. They're a big company. They're, they're a fun Mailchimp. big company. Yeah. yeah I like eight hundred they're, like, they're in Atlanta where we are. I know. They do a lot of things well. Their UI is terrible and their design is terrible.
0: They just went through within the last year. Also, if you're interested in like websites and stuff, they have a great website. I love yeah, their marketing facing website. It looks great. I think they did a great job. I loved like the graphics and they just um, did a
1: rebrand. Yeah, they recently. just
0: did a rebrand. So that's making me think they're gonna be doing a overhaul of their back end. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sure we are not the first people telling MailChimp, this is confusing and hard to use. Do you think
1: they're listening to this right now? And they're like, wait, what? Oh, they
0: are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no. I mean, we're in the most popular podcast in, in the pod universe. <laughs> Great. Um, wh- I have one more question
1: though, that came up as I was thinking about who is this for? What you might not know yet. Cause I don't know that we've done this yet, but. So if I was going to say, well, you know, let's start on Squarespace and then move you to MailChimp when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Or let's start on MailChimp now. And then if Squarespace becomes more robust, we can move you there. Migrating yeah. one way or the other. Would one way or the other be easier? Or like, um, not, you know what I mean?
0: Y- yeah. Um, it's
1: okay to say you don't know, too. You don't have to know everything. Uh,
0: but the problem is I do. I'm cursed with the knowledge of the universe. <laughs> the universe was a... <laughs> Always, Big leap from MailChimp, huh?
1: <laughs> Well, just from, yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
0: Um. Oh, we probably shouldn't jump into Marvel, Thanos. And any,
1: if you, if the, you haven't yet, we can't ruin it.
0: No, people are going to be real upset. Oh
1: no, I'm not going to say. I was just going to say, if you haven't yet, you should Google Thanos. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then click the click the, the glove. The, that the glove snaps its fingers. It's really fun. Those, yeah. Those nerds at Google, they They're make good. my day. They're, They're great. Just, yeah, they're funny. They do
0: some fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, Your question, though, migrating. Um, I, it's definitely probably say easier going from Squarespace to Mailchimp um, because it's better going from Squarespace to Mailchimp. I'll just say that better going from Squarespace to Mailchimp um, because you're not going to lose data. Mm. You're you're only going to be able to if you go from Mailchimp Have incomplete data. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Or, like, need to add more. Yeah,
0: you'll need to add more, but you're not going to lose okay. data. If you go from MailChimp to Squarespace, you're going to have all these extra right. data fields with your individuals that you can't import into Squarespace. Got it. So um, with that said, I never... Unless Squarespace I, I would yeah. Which they, Inle- right. which they probably... Do you, what do you
1: want. think? Are we looking at a final product here, or are they going to keep...
0: Oh, they're definitely going to keep iterating, for sure. I mean, Do you think it, their it, goal
1: is to become, like, a MailChimp? competitor slash like, alternative?
0: I think their goal, no. I don't, I don't think, honestly, their goal is to compete with MailChimp. I think their goal is to give small business owners um, the best experience using like tools related to their business. Hmm. Um, a worthy so I, goal. It is a worthy goal. So I don't think, I do think, I, I don't think they're ever going to be able to beat out Mailchimp in terms of functionality, just by the by the way the companies are structured and focused and going, like Mailchimp has all their engineers and manpower going towards building the best marketing platform tool. Mm -hmm. I mean that that is what their their new rebrand talks a lot about is integrating like Facebook ads and all these other information sources and marketing tools into Mailchimp. Um, I think. Squarespace is focused on building the best all-encompassing small business, small to medium business, yeah. like, website experience. Um, and those are different goals. So Right.
1: Well, and it's almost, right now it's going to overlap a lot, but to me it also seems like very different target markets. Like, mm-hmm. someone who is, like, so, robustly using email marketing... And I think MailChimp's going for, like,
0: agencies. Yeah. If you want to be an agency, MailChimp is the way to go.
1: Right. And if you're an agency working with, again, like, and we're at a crossover right now. Like, half our clients would need MailChimp, would, like, really uh-huh. need MailChimp. And half of them, I'm like, eh, probably fine on Squarespace. hmm I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they're different businesses of different sizes, and they're using email marketing diff- very differently. Yeah. So, like, it's that's what I mean. I guess, like, hearing you talk, especially knowing, like, okay, it'd be easy enough to start on squarespace and then if you grew out of it move you to mailchimp. Yeah. Um I I can pretty easily segment, okay, this client should do this, this client should do that. Yeah. It, it's not super overlapping right now. I'm not like, oh, who has the better? Huh.
0: If if you're wondering what you want to do for your business and you want to be doing it, I recommend squarespace. Yeah. That's what I'll say, and and your stuff is built on squarespace, and you want to be
1: doing it, what like instead of hiring an external person like us or some other Mm -hmm. digital marketing, whatever people do it, and that I mean, I don't know, I sort of recommend that approach to anyone getting started in anything for the first time. Like if this is your first,
0: at least, and we we do. I mean, I'm not trying to promote our strategy sessions here. We do a lot of strategy sessions with people, and I promote anyone that is getting into something new for the first time hire someone who knows what they're doing to help you put a plan together mm-hmm. like that'll save you so much time and energy
1: and help you figure out like okay so what what accounts do i need to set up how do i get like getting things yeah. set up
0: the right way how do i can do save it. you
1: a lot of time
0: and but then the strategically execution mm-hmm. i
1: always not always always but i often recommend again depending on the size of the business and what their needs are and like mm-hmm. what's the capacity of it like do they have a team that can I don't necessarily mean you, the business owner, need to execute, but like someone internally. Mm-hmm. At least for the first like couple months, some like try to internally execute just because then you get a better feel for yeah. Like, is this something I want to be doing? What does it entail before I start? Like, what should I be expecting from someone else? What am I paying for someone else to do? Exactly. What's this I worth? I think that's for me? the
0: ultimate question for any small business owner. What am I paying for here? Like right. w- what do I get? What value does my seven dollars a month? bring to my business right
1: and honestly part of that is And how much
0: time is it going to take me
1: we have much better experience with our clients who have felt the pain themselves of what they're trying to do and then they offload it to us versus our clients who have never tried to do any of it and just are yeah. doing it for the first time and then they off you know and we start doing it for them and then they don't really understand what we're doing or and why, why it they're costs paying so us much. why does it yeah. cost this much so that's yeah. part of it too. I think is just yeah. I'm being selfish and wanting
0: my clients to be yes.
1: be a better client. Just be better. Just be better. Mm. Okay. Well, this has been interesting.
0: This has been good. Um, I, I hope guess this email's around to stay for a little
1: while. It's longer. gonna be around for a while. I do and... think there are some people, Google being one uh-huh. of them, who are trying to like improve email. Yeah. And the way we the way we email, the way we receive email, mm-hmm. especially from a email marketing perspective
0: like how are we receiving stuff like that i think still at the end of the day it's not gonna i don't think email is gonna go away and it's i don't something... think it's gonna go
1: away i will be interested to see how it evolves in the yeah. next five to ten years because right now you know me getting 50 to 60 like sponsor emails or promotional emails mm-hmm. or sales emails whatever in my inbox a day just makes it
0: it makes it untenable
1: I mean, right like I'm not gonna buy anything from any of you because I don't have time to read that this is yeah exactly good. like just show me what what I'm supposed to be doing like where yeah. are my client emails? Um, so people are doing all you know promotion filters and sale like also consolidating it so you get all your emails one time a day instead of getting constantly yeah. like, ding 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 ding, because that's yeah. annoying and everyone hates it um, so that's what, I think there's a lot of interesting things happening, not to replace email or get rid of it, but to evolve it to the next yeah, level of needs. Yeah. It needs to Excellence. be evolved. Yeah. It needs to be evolved. Cause it's still, it's one of those things that we can't, can't live with it and we can't live without nope. it right now. Like sure it can. really annoys us on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do without it? So.
0: Yeah. I feel like so, uh, we'll be I'm, waiting with bated breath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You love tech so much. I love it. Okay. Well,
1: email is one of those things that I think
0: we all have our own personal experiences with, yeah. whether
1: you're a tech person or not.
0: Yeah, so. that's true. That's very true.
1: Do you have any closing thoughts, Will? Mm. This has been a Willisode.
0: This has been a, yeah, well, this has been much more tech focused, and it's this has been a Willisode for sure. Um, no, I mean, email me if you uh, if you have any questions. I'm happy to help answer anything. I love talking with people. He does. Okay. I do. All right. With that, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.